This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, movie fans, welcome to Popcorn Talk Network's Meet the Movie Press. We're going to talk about Weekend Box Office Boffo, Blumhouse Boards Deplane, Anna Perner Becomes Anna Purina, Casting News, James Gunn Commits Suicide. What am I talking about? Hell if I know, but tune in and we'll find out together. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Hello, 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 everybody. Dimitri Panos here for Meet the Movie Press on Popcorn Talk Network. Today is Friday the 12th. Yes, yes Friday, yes. Friday, October 12th. We're almost halfway through the month. Holy cow. So, uh, as you can tell, uh, with Sans the English accent, Simon is still on assignment in <laughs> England. Uh, he's working on the age-old mystery of, did you get chocolate in my peanut butter or peanut butter in my chocolate? Uh, and uh, hopefully he will be back soon. Uh, he is, he is, however, here. He's watching us right now from across the pond. Ain't technology grand, folks. So... <laughs> Without further ado, we've got to introduce the panel. We have a newbie. So I'm going to start all the way across the table. Rama! What up? What up? How are you? Welcome. Good, good, good. Thank you for having me on. Of course. What do you do? Why are you here? Oh, (laughs) I'm I'm just a drifter. I kicked him up off the road. Exactly. Okay, come over here. No, uh, I'm a YouTuber, blogger, been a lover of movies uh, ever since I could remember. And Forrest Gump is my favorite movie of all time. Nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And then we have a returning guest. Me too, don't bother her because she's back with us again. So, kids, hey, Hi. what's happening? How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yep, Kip Bowen. Uh, I'm an editor film critic for Screen Picks. I uh, also worked for Rotten Tomatoes, Fandango, We Live Entertainment. And you can follow me at The Movie Kit. And I'm really excited about talking about the movies today. Me too, because nothing happened this week. Yeah. So, and then, of course, <laughs> sitting right next to me, my good friend, colleague, uh, Scott. Hey. Hi, Dimitri. How so are awesome. you? You know, you keep the energy level up really loud here. Right, I'm good. Good, good. good. Yeah, everybody's going to go deaf except yep. for Simon. Because, yeah. you know, We're really excited hello. today. Hello, folks. How I am are you in the chat? Today. Yes, and folks on the chat. Let me just say something, too, quickly about this. Uh, folks someone, the chat. Look, look at this. Look at that. Simon, come back. We miss you. Yeah, that's fine, Jody. Jody I miss him, hashtag too. Hashtag sad face. Yeah, I know. Hashtag Jody, I miss him, too. Panda. But I wanted to do a shout-out to all the people who watch us live, because yes. that's a commitment. Yeah. It really is. And because of you, we really... It means a lot to the show. I know it really means a lot to Simon, and we fight really hard, and we do our best to entertain and give you the best uh, uh, news as fresh as possible. So why don't we just start getting into it? I started off, box office boffo. Yeah, right? I mean, what's that yep. mean? Last week's box office between... Venom and a Star is Born, record-breaking. Whether you liked either movie or not, it doesn't matter. It was good for the business. Yeah. Um, just for, for sake of this conversation, a year, like literally about a year ago, uh, around this time period, 
Our box office today from a year ago is up 53%. Wow. That's crazy. And it's because there's variety at cinema. You couldn't pick two more diverse movies to open up against each other. Right? That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Well, you know, I mean, we talked about uh, Venom and how, you know, there is sort of this disparity between <laughs> what the critics thought of the movie and, I guess, what the audience thought yes. of the movie. Um, which is fine. That's what that's what it's all about. I mean, the movies are made for the, for the audience. They're not necessarily made for us critics. But I'm actually a little um, happy that Venom did so well because maybe there will be a sequel and maybe they can make it a better movie. Right. <laughs> As I, we said, the last five minutes of the movie were the best parts in the movie because that's when you really saw that character. Agreed. And, you know, by combined $175 million at the box office, Venom does $80 million. Star Stars Born sings to the tune of forty-two plus million. So you know, Venom beats a box an October box office record, and I'm I'm just going to say it right now. My prediction though is when Halloween comes out, it's going to beat that. That one's going to take the cake. Eighty-five yeah. plus, I think. Right. So let's move along to. Well, let's start a Blumhouse Corner. All right. <laughs> Blumhouse Corner. You were uh, leading into that already with the Halloween. I was. Yeah. I was. It's a segue. That's segway. what they call that. Yeah. yeah, yeah see yeah. what I was doing? <laughs> <laughs> so Blumhouse Good Corner, stuff. they're filling up first class on the plane to Fantasy Island. <laughs> and they just not only. All right. So we've got Dave Bautista yes. just signed on board, right? That's big. Yeah. And they just. Now, here's the thing. Michael Pena was just signed on to play Mr. Rourke. And when I first. Me too. So, panel, what do you think? Michael Pena, Mr. Rourke. (laughs) I I gotta be honest with you. I didn't didn't grow up with the 1000 version. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to that HBO film with Jamie Dornan. (laughs) 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 So, so, uh, uh, I read the synopsis. It looks like, um, how do you call it? A bunch of groups, right? A group of people coming to an island, and then there's some mystery, and then. It's not what they expect. Something happens to them. So, uh, and it's directed by Truth or Dare Helmer. So I'm a little nah, not not too enthusiastic right now at this point. Really, yeah. I yeah. am. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was talking about the HBO movie. He's talking about as my dinner with. Uh, oh yeah, that that, yeah, that that other one. Yeah, but this Peter one also. about Jeff Van Lowe. Irving Valencias. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that looks kind of interesting. Who was tattoo? Who <laughs> was tattoo? Yes. The plane. The plane. The plane. The plane. No, I think Michael Pena. You know what? He's always been interesting to me. Yeah. And whatever he ends up doing, so I think he would. I think he's going to be great. But who's Batista playing? Yeah. Batista's playing a. Uh, he's playing one of the um, one of the guests. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's playing one of the guests. Yeah, apparently the so. it's more of a horror-ish type. Yeah, film, well, right? okay, so yeah, like... let's get into this because uh, this week was the first time I got any hint of what this movie was going to be right. about. So it's described as being a tonal mix of Westworld meets Cabin in the Woods, centering a group of contest winners who arrive at an island hotel to live out their dreams, there you go. only to find themselves trapped in nightmare scenarios. So... It looks I'm like so we've been, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we've been talking. You got me about, with Westworld versus the uh, and Cabin, Cabin in the Woods. Woods, and we've been talking about this movie for a little bit yes. here on Meet the Movie Press, and we've talked about what they could potentially do tonally, and it's what we just described, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, this movie has so much potential, and I mean, Blumhouse. We know they're a master of. The movies of horror movies of the horror genre, right. and I think that they even someone like Rama, who has never seen an episode <laughs> of this show, I think they can have a whole new appreciation for this film. 
Um, and Blumhouse just knows what they're doing. I do want to also say re- something real quick. The movie Hellfest that came out a couple weeks ago, I can only imagine how much more successful that movie would have been if it was at Blumhouse. Yeah. That's right. all I want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, if I may add also, uh, the, the thing that will get me interested in this Fantasy Island movie <laughs> is the rest of the cast. I know it's going to be ensemble, correct? It's going to be a lot of sure. people in it, and so I want to see who else they're going to get. And number two, if one of the characters is in on it all along, like like it, some some uh, there's a mastermind. Well, that's a twist. Yeah. Well, well, well you, you, in the show, Rourke was so the, Rourke the was host. Okay. okay, he was the host to this, and basically the premise of the show was these people booked passage to Fantasy Island to live out their fantasies, mm. and at the end of the show, they end up finding or learning more about themselves because maybe their fantasy didn't live up to what they were going and there were some twists and but turns. But it's not horror. Now, yeah. it, well, oh. it was it it's was like fantasy. a mystery. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. a fa- it, fantasy mystery. Yeah, absolutely. With the moral center. With the, yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was almost like a Twilight Zone except there wasn't like the twist at the end but it had that moral center and like every time you left the island you became more enriched as a person you left a better person than when you came in. Mm. Ricardo Montalban has a gravitas <laughs> to him for sure. Um, but I think with Michael Pena, I think that's great. But then it makes me wonder, what are they going to do with Tattoo, right. if they'll have Tattoo at all? Do they try to find a, a little person? Like, do they try to find a Hervé Villichez type actor mm-hmm. type? Or do they go female? Like, what mm. do they do? What are your thoughts on casting Tattoo? Yeah, I mean, you if, if you're naming a movie Fantasy Island, you kind of have to have it. That yes. kind of a character. Now, whether they make it, you know, whether they make it a little person or not, or if they, I think a female would be great. I think, I think that would be awesome, you know, to have like a sidekick, like you know, that way. I agree. But you so, have to have tattoos. I, I mean, but I'm, I'm what I'm worried about with this is so far with the casting that they announced, this seems like it's going to have a higher budget than most Blumhouse movies. That's true. I think they're going to try to keep it like they're still going to try to keep it within their wheelhouse of budget. Yeah. Um, is what I also read too. So, you know, Batista's not, we're going to talk more about him later, but he's, <laughs> I, I think he's good in, like, he's not, he doesn't seem like a money grabber. Like, he'll, knowing that a project's good and it interests him, yeah. I think he can do it. Plus, and, he and has so. the Marvel money already. So. True. That, that, this is true. <laughs> so, hey, let's go to our comments. So, we got, um, so, 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 Sky, hey, Sky, welcome. Uh, I see you are chatting with, with, with Simon. Uh, yes, <laughs> the idea of Cabin in the Woods meets uh, uh, Westworld for Blumhouse Fantasy Island. Cool, but give it someone like David McKenzie, Jennifer Kent, Eli Roth, Glitzer. Uh, I, I get it, and, and I don't disagree, but I think Blumhouse with, with, uh, with Wadlow, I think that they know him. And they yeah. know how to work with him, and they feel... One thing I never underestimate about Blumhouse is picking their talent for directors. That's true. So they, so I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Not that Truth or Dare was, like, fantastic. But it wasn't but awful. It wasn't awful, and, it was and a, I like... It was a good laugh. I like... <laughs> a good laugh. It's comedy, yeah. Yeah. I dare you. Um, Especially, so yeah, I, I'm I'm all for that. So uh, and then what else? Somebody else had something about Fantasy Island was not horror. So and this has come from from Judy. They're uh, just taking the name and doing their own thing. I don't like this. Well, hmm. that's fine. I wouldn't necessarily. I would I would let it breathe. 
Let it breathe, Jody, and keep on tuning in to Meet the Movie Press because we will talk about uh, we will talk about uh, fantasy. So casting Island is upcoming. key, like you said. Exactly. Yes, yes, very much so. So, Sky, you really think sixty to seventy million? That would be way too high for. I, I would, think so. Jesus, Man, that would be risky for Blumhouse too. Would be, yeah, that would be. That's really big. I don't I mean, even I don't think know. the budget on Halloween was that much. No, and no, that's no, no, no. Make that much money back. I don't think so. Yes, and Phil uh, Smythe, we love uh, the Blum too. That's why we <laughs> dedicated a whole corner to Blumhouse Corner here at Meet the Movie Press. So let's uh, let's move on. I'm going to move on to uh, some more of the casting stuff, and then there's stuff that really deserves a lot of conversation. <laughs> so uh, since we talked about Stars Born, Anthony Ramos. Uh, is going to star in oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's right. In the Heights movie based off the Broadway play. Well, good for him. Uh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> good for him. I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, that's great. And he's working with lin What are you laughing at? <laughs> Your energy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and this will be a I movie. love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> This will be a movie right up your alley. Uh, in the loves, Heights? Yeah. Oh, In the this Heights, This guy yeah. loves movie movies. I saw it on Broadway. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yes, I did. Was it I good? was living on the East Coast, yeah. Nice. Uh, you know, this was funny because Lin-Manuel, this was uh, his, one of his first shows, and people really didn't talk that much about this one. But it was a huge hit in New York. A lot of people were talking about it then when it came out. But it kind of faded away since Hamilton. And I'm I'm very surprised that they're actually going to do this one before they do Hamilton the movie, mm. because I would think with all the buzz around Hamilton right now, that would you know you should kind of do that one now because it would be really hot, it would be really big. Yeah. But they're doing it in the Heights, so that's an interesting move. I think it is an interesting move. But isn't somebody already doing Hamilton though? I don't know. I is it being made? Well, really? they were they were supposed to be doing Book of Mormon musical sure. movie oh, for like for like years. Yeah, I don't I'm know. So I don't know what the hell is taking so long. For Wait, that. everybody! I gotta I gotta. Simon was on, and, yes. and he says Eugenio Darbez would make a great Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, in Overboard 2, he would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, he could, maybe. But I like Michael Pena. I like Michael Pena. I, I like too. Michael Pena. I do, too. Yeah, I think he's really He'll good. He'll have so. that twinkle in his eye. I think that's kind of key to that character, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so let's move on uh, a little bit, too. So, all right. So Godzilla King of Monsters hasn't even been released yet. We're about a year out, and they're already talking about casting Godzilla versus King Kong. And we got uh, Brian well, Terry Henry, who is nominated for the Emmys. He's on FX's Atlanta. This is us. He's been cast uh, uh, along with Millie Bobby Brown. So this movie's coming out in like another 20 years, <laughs> and we're already talking casting about it. Mm-hmm. Am I fine with you, it? Seems you, about right. Yeah, it seems about right. I mean, what are you guys' feelings about King of Monsters from the trailer? Eh. Yeah. I'm looking forward. Me too. I'm looking forward to King of All Monsters. Because you're going to see Well, because I think this, well, for Godzilla fans, they're going to have all the other monsters that are so popular, right? They're going to have. Right. And I, and I think Mothra. King Kong Skull Island really set that yes. up really well at the end if you stayed for oh, the, yeah, the end yeah, credits. Oh, yeah, the end credits. So I think they really set that up well. So we're going to get a great versus movie out yeah. of that. And uh, but, sure. But Godzilla wasn't that good. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. Every time, it was okay. every time there was some, something colossal, epic fights about to happen, they cut to something boring, yeah. <laughs> all the way until the end, and then it wasn't even like satisfactory. Like what? That's all you got? So I hope this uh, this sequel, King of the Monsters, would give us more. At least like Kong, uh, Skull Island, that, that that really satisfied my action uh, yeah. fan in me. Yeah. I also Same think bro. that it's it's funny because like Kit was pointing out, 
the main reason I think people are going to want grab you know go towards this movie is because of the monsters. Yeah, sure. That's what sells it for me. If they just named this uh, Godzilla again, I would probably be like, nah, you disappointed me already the first time. But it's the monsters and the build up from Kong. I, I'm I'm on board, even though I'm not wowed by anything I saw so far. Hmm. I'm yeah. kind of excited. About I, it. I'm looking forward to it too. We'll go to the movies together. We'll see <laughs> okay, that. Okay, we'll one. see that one again. So, um, Simon, uh, overboard too. Uh, Novaboard. That, that's that's why we miss you here, Simon. <laughs> Novaboard. And yes, Overboard actually did do very well. It, uh, it was my wife's uh, company, Panaleon, that released that. So I'll give oh, a shout out there. Right. More casting news. So catch this. So we got Matthew McConaughey, Kate Beckinsale, hmm. uh, the crazy rich Asian breakthrough, Henry Golding, hey, are going to be in, of all people, Guy Ritchie is, is coming back in a movie called Toff. Toff Guys. T-O-F-F. Almost like toffee? Maybe? I guess. Tough. Simon? Maybe toff What's toffed? Like, is that the English like tough for tough? <laughs> so, um, so, so this is a movie penned by Richie, uh, and it's going to uh, explore collision <laughs> between what? what? What are you laughing at? He now? doesn't like Just Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, man. Guy Ritchie. You don't yeah, like Guy Ritchie? No. Not at all. Although, Not even his earlier although, movie. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, that later. So, um, no. So well, it's, it's a collision between old money European wealth and the modern marijuana huh. industrial mm, complex. I have never We've... seen this movie before. <laughs> well, now that it's legal, <laughs> now that it's legal here, so uh, now it's topical. So I mean, that's quite a cast he's got going already. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so, I, I like Guy Ritchie. I mean, I know he's made some some mistakes as as any director does, but I think this seems like he's going back to his. His Brit roots, and I um, he's yes. always done well with those kinds of movies, you know. The gangster comedy, yeah, right. yeah, like Lost Stock and Snatch, and two, right. yeah. And yeah, Snatch, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I hope this works for him. Yeah, I hope this works for him. Uh, yeah. So, and he's doing King well, Arthur. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but he's doing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But but he's doing Disney too. Yeah. I know, Disney which is what I wanted, wanted yeah. to bring it up. But uh, we're talking about that later, right, Aladdin? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, which, absolutely. Which, we're going to talk a little bit later. Um, uh, and then Lawrence Kasdan. Let's jump over to. Great screenwriter, <laughs> director, uh, Star Wars know, legend, Star Wars legend, Indiana Jones legend. Yeah. Uh, he's adapting. He's coming back. He's directing again, and which is great. And he's going to direct this adaptation of a Lou Burney novel called November Road. Uh, I'm actually I'm looking forward to this. The book, uh, from what I understand, not quite out yet, but it is a nerve wracking crime thriller combined with stirring romantic love story. Um, in the spirit of No Country for Old Men, Man on Fire, and Witness, November Road is a story of second chances and redemption. These are the kinds, like, this sounds like a Western, mm. and I think Kasdan is perfect yes. in Westerns. Silverado, Silverado. is one of, one of the most underrated right. Westerns, right? Yes. And then even even Solo is a, is a Western, um, which I really liked, and he wrote that uh, with his son, Indiana Jones, uh, you know, this is his wheelhouse. Yes. Dreamcatcher, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> this works. I'm, yeah. on, I'm on board. I know. Me I too. I can't wait. Me too. Did we didn't, didn't want... <laughs> I can't remember. I, 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 it's, it's, it's interesting because he's moved away from the Star Wars universe to try oh. this. So um, the only thing that I'm concerned about is him still being timely enough to actually produce something or direct something. That's going to be a hit with masses, because hmm. right. I'm, I'm more. I, I see this more as being a, an independent film. Yeah, 
And, Could be. And and I and I'm just it's a strange news story to me because this is the man behind like so many big iconic franchises, and he's doing something like this so late in the game. I just I don't know. It just it's it, it, it seems strange to me. I don't know why. That's ageism. <laughs> ageism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he he's uh, his son's probably like, come on, dad, you should direct again. You know, because he's so good too. But I. I it's about stories, so I don't care how old you are if you're a director. If it's no, a good no, no, story, no. I know, I know that, but it's just, isn't it? It's so weird. Someone coming who's just so popular in Hollywood and is such a big name for who is attached to so many valuable properties to kind of turn around and do something like this. But this so, is what he came from. Don't I, remember I this know, is the guy that this did is, Grand it's Canyon. Just, it's weird and, though because yeah. it's almost like did the last Star Wars film really hurt so many people? That like he kind of wants to go back to something that he's really passionate about. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's but that's I just I just find that interesting because this this aftermath of solo, it just seems to be like all across the board for everything with everyone who was involved with it. It's very <laughs> weird to me. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna step back a sec because Simon came through. Yeah. Toffs or <laughs> posh people, the elite. Oh. So whatever we are, not it. So that's yeah. We're right. not tough. Right. We're not tough. <laughs> no, no, toffee, toffee, yeah. taffy. Laffy taffy, taffy, laffy taffy. What we are. Um, so, in going back, uh, Sky Patterson, Matthew McConaughey, Kate Beckinsale, Guy Ritchie. He's all in. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Ritchie. Do whatever you please. Fancy, but be careful. I agree, I agree, Sky. Um, so. I, I like thank you for the definition. Thank you for the hand there. Even even while he's away, he's still he's still above us. He's still with he's us. He's like Dush Mach- uh, Machina. He's, yeah, right, right. He's, our hand, he's our hand of God. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so now we're gonna go into like a lot of meteor things. Uh, here we I go. Think. So here we go. There was huge news today. So Annapurna. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So on one day. They announce Malcolm McDowell to come in, and he's going to be uh, Rupert Murdoch in Anna Perna's Roger Ailes movie. Mm-hmm. Within 24 hours, the movie about Fox News gets canceled. <laughs> then we lose uh, an, another movie. We, we they, they they lose a Jennifer Lopez movie, Stripper I believe. Movie, yeah, um, they they they. And, and first, everything was about budget cost and this and that. And then the president of film exits, either got fired or leaves. Yeah, fired. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, yeah. So the president of film exit. They dropped two movies within twenty four hours. And Larry Ellison, father of Megan Ellison, uh, is coming in uh, to do a major reorganization of Annapurna hmm. right now. And all this happened within 24 hours. What? Like 24 hours. Yeah, something bad happened. Yeah, it was down. They must have lost. They must, something happened. They must have lost an investor. I don't know. Well, they, they had a really rough year last year. I mean, Detroit did not do that well. Uh, the movie that I loved, and they did zero promotion for Professor Marsden. Oh, right. They, that movie mm. bombed horribly as well. Um, and then so far this year, I mean, they there there are big award campaigns this year with Beale Street. Uh, the trailer for Vice dropped last week. Yep. Um, the Sisters Brothers too. Right? Yeah, Sisters, yeah. Bro- which 
not doing very well. Um, I think the important lesson that we should take away from this is award movies don't necessarily sell and, and bring money in. Uh, and, and if you look at a lot of these films, they're pretty good examples of that. I mean, I think out of all these movies, I think Vices has the potential of making the most money. 100%. But everything else that they have out, I mean, it, it, they're looking at maybe, if they're lucky, a box office of 20, 25 million. And yeah, but yeah. but what's the difference between something like Annapurna and um, like Bleecker Street or The Orchard? I mean, they all have they're these probably, kind they're, of but they're probably problem. all struggling. And the the difference is is that these projects that they've taken on, I think the budgets are outrageous for them. That I must mean, be. yeah, it's, well, here's the thing too. Coming from a distribution background, it ain't easy. No, no. I mean, it really isn't easy. So when you look at a Bleecker Street compared to um, when you look at Bleecker Street and their overhead there, compared to what in a Perna yeah. would have his overhead there. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in, in for a bit, I would have put in a Perna more with right now, A24 is really big. Excuse yeah. me, but STX. Yes. Mm. They had this cachet going in, and Megan Ellison being a successful producer in a Perna Pictures, that was a, a production company. She had quite the modicum of success. And it was really interesting because her smaller budgeted movies were doing better than her her brother I believe Dave Ellison who's Skydance right. right and his he wanted to make more commercial films and a lot of his were tanking mm-hmm. and she was going huge now it almost seems the, the like the the the, the, the weights yeah. and the scale have, have tipped but something happened I'm not sure we'll know anytime soon but there's supposed to be I mean when daddy comes in and takes over and says we need to reorg, and yeah. that ultimately is going to lead to, to to some layoffs. And really, they got to figure out uh, what they're going to do going forward. For me, if I mean, I hope they stay and play the long game because for me, it's about content and it's about delivering a variety of content. We can't afford to be losing distributors and studios like an Annapurna. Yes. We can't afford to do it. We need more of them because they do provide variety. This is a good question. What's this, Xeno Hour? Yeah. All right. Should Annapurna move into an A24 model or go for potential blockbusters rather than these mid-budget movies? That is a great question. That's the my, age-old But my, my answer to that is I say you go A24 model. You go A24, you go neon, and yeah. you go, you know, and you can go Bleecker Street. We need more of these. Mid-level is hard, you know? I mean, because at mid-level, you you are you have to get doubles and triples. Yeah. And to do that in this business is really hard. So that's a great question. Yeah. Zeno R, please write back. What do you think? <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 hey, these people, I'm telling you, these online people had some great thoughts, and we really appreciate that. Uh, well, the, like the I said, it's the age-old debate between, you know, mm. making making the superhero mo- movies mm. and making the award movies. Right. You know, it's like, uh, it's always that, that case where, you know, how do, how do we save independent film? How do we make sure that, you know, the distributors who put out those quality films, how do they keep going, you know? Right. Um, you know, maybe you do throw in a bigger budget film if you can, if that's the way you have to do it. But it's just, it's hard. It's it's hard. And, you know, I think it's always going to be that way. I don't think there's ever going to be, unless, you know, when a studio has its own independent arm, like Focus Features or yeah. whatever, 
that you know usually can help but it's 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 just tough and and the thing is is that the movies that that are made that are independent that are good and they're quality films um, those are the Oscar contenders, and those are the ones that always get the awards, but nobody sees them. Right? No, <laughs> that's true. And, and 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 the bigger the bigger problem I think nowadays is that there's just too many movies. Yeah. That's that's really an oh, issue. I can't keep up. Man. No, you can't because we well, only this year. we only talk about movies that are released by like a studio that we know, like A twenty four or Annapurna. But there's hundreds of these little production companies right. like. Um, you know, there's a movie you're going to be talking about on the, on another show later. That All Square is that yep. what it's called? Love like it. Who, no one like who's going to see that movie? <laughs> no no one. one because you don't. Even, no, everyone else right. on this table is like, what is that? And there's so many films that come out each year, and I go to festivals and I see these movies and I watch some of them and I'm like, where is this going? Like this is like this is like someone put poured their heart and soul into this project, mm. and no one outside of this the people in this room. Are going to see this movie. I I really don't want Annapurna to go away. No, <laughs> no, it's, really a bit, it's a bit dis- no. discouraging and, because I love Detroit. I love Marston. I love uh, Sisters Brothers. I, I we need you know an entity that would give those stor- uh, quality stories to us. You know I don't want I don't want this just the uh, the commercial stuff. Maybe what well, so whatever they got to do if they have to adopt a twenty four model or if they have to release theatrically and on demand at the same time whatever they got to do just you know right. just, just try to survive. So 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 <laughs> the, the 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 comments online are really interesting and uh, Z, um, Jack Dennis is saying independent cinema is on life support and has been for years yes. and I'm not entirely sure I agree with that that they're on life support because again when when companies like Neon and Bleecker Street can release these smaller movies, and they're doing okay, right? A24 is doing really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have, like, they've had their misses for sure, but when they hit, they hit big. Yes. So, um, you know, and Anna Perner just hasn't found that, they haven't found that groove. I mean, look at STX. Oh, I mean, I but they have. A, I don't know how. I, I don't know I how. Don't know, I don't know how that, that company It's Chinese that's, money. That, that's I amazing mean, to me how oh, that one's still up. Yeah, I mean, you know, so yeah, it's amazing to me that they're that that's still up. So, and this is going to segue into because we did a little more studio talk because it was also announced this week that the Disney Fox merger should be sealed oh, yeah. and done by January first mm. of twenty nineteen. That's what that scares me on so many fronts, and that's I why Annapurna's and the A twenty fours are yeah. so important to this business. Yeah. And this past weekend, though. Again, is proof that variety can win. Like I don't see a song, uh, "A Star Is Born," as being a superhero franchise. Well, you can't franchise that movie, right? No, no. There's not going to be a. You can remake two. it again in like ten years, but that's but, not it. But again, <laughs> it gives an audience something different, mm-hmm. and the budget on that movie wasn't huge—30, no. 40 million, yeah, maybe. Probably. Maybe. So. That's why you need those. Well, you need STX to come up to the plate. We still have folks like Lionsgate who can release smaller budgeted movies. They they need like really. Yes. They've had some hits. Mm-hmm. Overboard yeah. was big for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you know, which was well, actually Pantaleone. Because so. I think of the crossover with with the with the lead actor. And, yeah. You know, and and also I think Star Bo- Stars Born also with Lady Gaga because I'm sorry, but she has a huge <laughs> following. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. So, and then Jack Dennis goes on and says Netflix has been helping 
and hurting independent movies. I agree. Movies. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, it, that well, segue into Netflix. Well, we're going to yeah. segue into that in a second, <laughs> but I still want to talk about this Disney deal because this is why this studio talk, I, I believe, is so important to our business today. Many people are going to lose their jobs when this happens. Um, they are, from what I understand, going to keep Fox Searchlight because part of the deal was Disney wanted to go back to their touchstone roots mm-hmm. and and their Hollywood Pictures roots right. and release mm-hmm. and be able to release an R-rated kind of movie. Everybody forgets that Pretty Woman was rated R. That's true. And, and, it's, and it's, you know, they were releasing R-rated uh, Down and Out in Beverly Hills, which yep. I believe was a touchstone. So they want to sort of kind of, that's what they're going to keep Fox Searchlight on, but it's sad for our business. Uh, you know, it really is. Uh, franchises and superhero movies alike, they don't need to rule. We need variety. I also think the problem is, is that it, it it hurts all the other studios. Right. I mean, what kind of? I think you're 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 about to hit on this. Is that by Disney having so many properties under their belt, like there's no way that it won't be number one every single year, and like. You know, we're already looking at the box office. We talked about this. Like, the yearly box office, it's usually like eight or nine out of the top ten are Disney films right now. Right. This is going to be guaranteed, like, all ten. Well, that's the thing, too. And and that's where it's got to be a new cl- classification. Because I've been working for studios and within the studio system for many years. It was always cyclical. Yeah. It's just the that's yeah. nature of the game. It's cyclical. One year it could have been Disney. The next year it's Warner Brothers. They're thumping their chest. And it was Universal a couple of years later. You know, Paramount is on a verge right now of making a huge comeback, Uh right, under Jim Giannopoulos. And and they've, they've Re, they, they've rebooted yeah. and they're coming back but when you have Disney Disney's just got to be here and you got to take the other six majors put them off to the side and that's where you go Disney's its own entity so um, you know it's 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 sad uh, it's interesting uh, since you brought up Netflix uh, I, I do want to let's segue into Netflix because <laughs> let's... you know this was okay so Dwayne Johnson Simon <laughs> I know you're <laughs> And I know you're a really big Dwayne Johnson fan, and but and and I I I was too. I mean, because the man works hard. Like if you get a man on your, if you get you want an actor on your project, you want either Tom Cruise or you want Dwayne Johnson. Why or Kevin Hart? Or Kevin Hart? You want Kevin Hart? You want Kevin Hart? Correct. Why? Because they not only put the work in when they're making the movie, they stumped. The hell out of that the movie, yeah. of and they promote, 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 promote. Yeah, and right. Yes. So in Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it was just he throws a rock in the theatrical business, and I have <laughs> issues. <laughs> so it was just uh, it was just announced this week that Dwayne Johnson and Jumanji Helmer Jake Kasdan uh, they're going to reteam for John Henry family action movie set at Netflix. Okay, that is not where I have issue. That's That's, fine. That's fine. That's fine. And in fact, we've said it before, too. I think Netflix can help a studio, and they've done it already a couple of times when a studio has what they can deem a clunker, and they can set, like, like, like Cloverfield. Cloverfield? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Again, I didn't hate that. But if they feel that they can unload a movie and not have to do the marketing and the press and the hard drives and distribution, they can put it on Netflix and get 
equally as many people to watch it, whether they like... If, if a movie sucks on Netflix, you just say, eh, it's Netflix. Yeah. If a movie, <laughs> right? If a movie it's sucks true. in a movie theater, yeah, you go, mother... That I sucks, there goes my money. Right. Yeah. So, but what he goes on to say is, and this is a quote, Simon, this is a quote, <laughs> Netflix is the perfect partner and platform for us to continue entertaining our global audience in a disrupt, in a disrupt, Disruptive, disruptive. Way, disruptive way. What she said, <laughs> mother, I'm so upset about this. In a disruptive way, Rob, what the hell are you doing? Like, you've made your bones for so many years to be an actor and to make it into being a big movie star. You want to know what happened? What happened? Ramp- Rampage and Skyscraper. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Rampage did well. Yeah, not, yeah but not, not, not as well as they were expecting. Well, Rampage and, and, did well. And Skyscraper did not do well. And not domestically well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah but, but, but again. He's another And Baywatch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Baywatch <laughs> suffered a lot of red tie. Yeah. So all I can say is that, though, I mean, he still has Jungle Cruise, Disney, yeah. which yeah. is going to do well. Right, he's got another spinoff for Fast and Furious with Jason Statham. Right. Going to be huge, huge, right? This is a man that was stumping for shitty movies like Hercules at CinemaCon <laughs> and telling exhibitors. CinemaCon is a is a place where exhibitors go to see what's going on and to be excited about upcoming releases. And they do these big pomp and pageant shows uh, at the Caesar's Palace, like where um, where Elton John performs and, and such. And he is there, like, every year. And if he's not there, he sends in a video. And he says, I'm with you, exhibitors. you got to sell the big movie-going experience. And now Mr. Big Movie Experience is talking about disrupting the big movie experience. (laughs) Dude, I mean, come on. I know Ted Sarandon, like, you want to be up his butt, but... Give me a break. That that to me was bad form. Like yeah. the bad choice of words on his part. Yeah. And I'm I wouldn't be surprised if, if the folks and exhibitors are a little bit unhappy with now his stance. And I don't care that he makes a movie for Netflix. Yeah. But don't 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 throw rocks. <laughs> What's I think about Netflix strong. though? I I'm I that's another one. I, how is that surviving? Because it literally oh, seems like they're spending money that, out of their butts. That is the question of the the, the year <laughs> or the decade the at mystery. this point. Because I, who, does anyone at this panel have a Netflix account who just has a Netflix account for themselves, where they just use it by themselves? Does the, I do. I do. Yeah. You just use it. No one else has your password. No, no one else watches it. No. Same. Rama? No, I don't have a Netflix account. You don't have a Netflix <laughs> account. All right. I will tell you that, from my experience, most people who I know, uh, like myself, I have the password... My brother has the password. My wife's brother has the password. Uh, her, you know, her mom has the password. So, like, literally, and I, from what I understand and talk to people, most people have this. And even if you didn't have this, the $9 a month or $10 a month charge, that pays for, like, let's say, like, one of the shows that they spend some of these budgets. I saw, like, $120 million yeah. for, like, The Crown. Right. So how they're doing all these movies but week after week, a new TV show week after week, yeah. I don't understand. And they're I signing well, up all I these big people. I Ryan, what, what, what Ryan Murphy deal was like, what, $10 million in itself? Right. And now they're talking about Dwayne Johnson, which I'm sure is another $10 million in itself. Right. And then they want to do this Bright sequel, which is going to be another $100 million. <laughs> I mean, and then, you know, working with Roma and now the Cohen brother. Like, right. I don't understand this. Yeah, I, I, I don't I understand it. I think that uh, 
Well, I mean, they are global, right? So even that 10 bucks a month or whatever it is, and they'll continue to go up. Right. And don't forget, there are still people who are getting the physical, too, and that's yeah. like 20 bucks uh, a yeah. month, too. Yeah, that's my mom. And that's, yeah, <laughs> and that's like, right? No, but I mean, but she can order people... whatever she wants, and she loves exactly. that. Exactly. So how Netflix makes their money, hey, God bless them. I, everybody uses them. I get it. But uh, again, they do have some going, quality, they quality do. material. Sure, absolutely. Well, and uh-huh. I'm not busting them. I'm just like, come on, Rock. Yeah. Like you, you wanted to be a movie star. You are that movie star. You support that business. Go, be happy, and everybody, your fans are going to follow you to Netflix, right? right? Mm-hmm. Just don't, don't throw rocks at that business. Yeah, and keep, that, that, yeah. that, that, that's my biggest beef no, because true. you know I was like, what the, f-? I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I said. I got, and, and well, you brought up international box office. Yeah. I mean, his international stardom is huge. I think, uh, if so, I may, uh, that goes to my point actually, because I read somewhere about Ted. You know, people were like, "Why did you throw money at Adam Sandler?" You know, with all those movies. And Ted said, uh, "I'm paraphrasing. It's like because his his movies are number one on our Netflix global are. globally. He said globally, as, even yeah. though we don't know where he got that number. You know, because they always keep that too <laughs> close to their chest or like under wraps, like." Because we were talked about like how do they make their money? Yeah. So, uh, but you know, yeah, Dwayne Johnson's movies, the past three ones, they don't do well here. But they do well internationally. Yeah. So something like Netflix it could be a good thing yeah. for for Dwayne Johnson I, because he's well, working. Well, well, I, I, I think the wording was bad. Yeah, that was just the don't problem. Knock, just don't yeah, knock. Yeah, I got you. That, yeah. that, that one yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Just it. just say like. I'm happy I'm to happy be part year, yeah. of a new adventure a new or something adventure. like that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, 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 Don't burn the bridge. I, and and bridge. speaking of the Jungle Cruise, I hope they put the Weird Al song in there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and Dimitri, well, if you really want to tell Dwayne what you think, you can just tweet at him. He'll he'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, well, piss on him. I work for Mel Brooks. I got to quote Blazing Saddles there. Slim Pickens from Blazing Saddles. All right, so uh, let's... Okay, there has been a lot of chat regarding this Disney Fox thing. Uh, a lot of people concerned. Uh, Deadpool 3, uh, if that's happened, will they keep it a hard R? Yeah. Uh, personally, I think sure yes. I think they will. They would have to. Well, what they about X-Men? That's the thing I'm curious about. Yes. As far as what? Like, Ratings just having or? having Marvel now finally have their hooks back into X-Men because Fox had held on, had held on to it for so long. Oh. Or maybe yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. but now they have a better opportunity to integrate yeah. because now they can do another Fantastic Four uh, and yes. they can bring them closer into the MCU. I mean, that was part of the deal anyway. I'm sure that but was. But you've got to keep, you still have to keep Deadpool in there. Yeah. Like, it won't be released under Fox Searchlight. I don't know what they'll do. So, actually, I have a scoop here. A scoop. Uh, Simon Thompson, admittedly, uh, here, I didn't know this, because people are going on about what he's doing, and he's stunt doubling for Jason Statham, and Simon says, hot, no, but he is his, uh, but I am his ass double. He is, Simon Thompson is Jason Statham's ass double. I'm just putting it out there. So there you go. That's a Meet the Movie Press scoop. That comes from the head of Meet the Movie Press. So let's let's move on. Because there was other huge news that came out this week, right? Isaac James Gunn commits suicide. Oh, I mean, see what happens when you leave out a preposition? What? James Gunn commits to Suicide Squad. <laughs> and it looks like he's been hired by Warner Brothers in DC to write it with an eye to direct the next installment of Suicide Squad. 
And and it's not like necessarily going to yeah. be a sequel, but he's going to do his own take. It's and I'm it's all for it. Already been yeah. rumored that Dave Bautista wants in. Um, I'm on board, man. I mean, you know, James Gunn. I mean, I I understand the whole back and forth on all of that. I get it. But at the same time, you know, uh, he did such a great job of Guardians. And so, you know, screw you, Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. You know, they made the right decision by by doing this already. I just, it's like, I mean, James Gunn. You know, start off in the independent world making some weird, weird ass movies that no one saw. <laughs> but I mean, he took that Guardians franchise and I mean, he built it to what it is today. And DC, with their new restructure of everything that they're doing and getting all these really great directors on board, he's a smart one to have yep. in their back pocket. I he really is. I- uh, credit where credit's due. I, I have problems with the WB, uh, WBDC Cinematic Universe, obviously. <laughs> uh, and Suicide Squad movie. That was terrible. Oh, but yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, to your point, yes, uh, I agree. Because James Gunn uh, knows how to tackle characters, misfit characters. Yes. You know, rebels, you know, people who are not viewed as heroes. And that's what Suicide and Squad is. Yeah. as an ensemble. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. he's able mm-hmm. to juggle that. Yeah. And, you know, give everybody their time. And that's, that's what people have a hard time doing is focus, focus, focus. So he does a really good job. I, I think it's it was, I think it's a great get. Uh, I hope it really comes true. I, I hope it happens. And could you imagine? I mean, I'm not sure Marvel would like Dave Bautista to do a DC movie. Um, <laughs> well, but we'll see what happens. Well, uh, that's, a, that's my question to you guys. Uh, he's contractually obligated to come back, right? I mean, what, what, are, the Marvel, penal- yeah. what are the penalties that come with a if lot. he just leaves up and go like that? It would be a lot for yeah, him. Yeah. It, would, it would hurt him. Like, yeah. I mean, I, you know, he does... Financially more. Financially, financially more. I mean, he would, he would work... But financially, that would hurt him. And then, but from a, from a career standpoint, then the word gets out, yeah. and they will blackball him. Yeah, he's yeah. an anti Disney guy. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. he will be an anti working guy. Oh. It's like <laughs> he will like they, they, you could just easily say he's not loyal. He doesn't commit to contracts. Look what he did. It would hurt. It would it would hurt him a lot to not. I mean, he's hinted that he may. I just don't think he has. He's not doing John like the Rock could. Almost get away with that. Dave Bautista, not yet, I think. Yeah. And people love him as that character. I think he would be doing a great... I think he would be doing a great disservice to whoever comes on board to direct Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not that person's fault. No. Mm-hmm. It's not that person's fault. And I get it. You love James Gunn. You are hired to do a job. This person could be a good person, too. Give that person a chance. And he wouldn't be doing, at least in my opinion, not a good service to I, his I, I think I think Batista's going to stay on yeah, me too I think me too. he will I me mean too. but I don't see why he can't do this too so yeah. I mean I, he's going to do both That's I think he might try to do both yeah. he could I mean he could alright so let's stay within the comic book world shall we because other big news Coogler going back to Wakanda so Ryan Coogler is going to write and direct Black Panther 2 wait didn't Black Panther die what, how nope. can there be a two? Didn't you say it right? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. What? At this point, it's still me. spoilery. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, it's smart. It's smart yeah. to bring them back for the sequel, and that's like the duh news of the week. Like, yeah. I mean, there was like no surprise by that no. at all. I was like, I'm surprised it took them that long to announce it. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Well, I just hope that doesn't uh, turn out like John Favreau's Iron Man oh, 2. Oh, yeah. You know, Iron Man 2 is terrible. <laughs> you know, so, it, when you make so many movies, the law of averages catches up yes, with you. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. with Marvel, too, like, I think in their own way, they're all good, but there's a degree of good. Like, yeah. some movies are a lot better than others. Um, so, I listen, I think it's a smart move, which is going to stay, we're going to stay in Marvel Universe, because uh, the other big deal was, uh, so there's going to be a Black Widow Yay. movie, <laughs> which I'm very excited Ooh. about. So, and Scarlett Johansson, like, she, she webbed mm. uh, quite a hefty payday for herself. And she deserves right? it. No argument. You're not going to hear, you know, I mean, I, I always hate, th- th- these numbers are reported, so she's going to make $15 million. Wow. Well, that's it's been reported that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm in the Marvel wrong business. Come out so. Well, we don't talk about the salaries. <laughs> well, you're in the wrong business, and I'm in the wrong fashion. So I do not look as good as Scarlett Johansson or half the actors that are out there. So, um, and it's interesting because it is the salary that Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth each earned for playing Captain America. Now, in and Thor, Thor, respectively. <laughs> Thank you. I had, to I, had to I had to come up for air. So, hey, Simon's got to go. Hey, buddy, thanks for being on. Don't worry, Scott didn't take it personally that you didn't hop on when he was doing the show. Yeah. Can't wait for you next week. Bye. Bye, Simon. Bye, Simon. Love you. We like to laugh here. Yes, we, we, like, we, we love to put fun, fun show. Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, which is interesting. Going back to Captain America and Thor, right? Black Widow up to this point has been support, great support. Uh, she was uh, like in Winter Soldier uh, or, or Civil War. Civil she War. was awesome. Oh, yeah. well, and the chemistry between and her, we got to see a little bit of ba- of her backstory right, in right. in that one of the ones where she has to go back in her right. brain or whatever. Um, so I'm I'm curious. I'm hoping, hoping, praying, praying, praying that they don't do an origin story from the very oh start. Oh my god! I yes, just I hope because so. we already know. We already know where she came from. We already know she was, you know, put into this horrible program or whatever. And and uh, what is it? Well put. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the assassin is. Yeah. 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 We, yeah no. So getting, yeah, but I'm just saying. I just hope they kind of start in a different. Point Same here her. because we yeah, already we know the character. Exactly. I don't need to know much backstory. That's I right. agree. Let's talk a little Captain Marvel because somebody else just signed a huge. No, nope, nope. This dude. is debunked. Oh, it is debunked. Oh, oh yeah. all right. Oh, Brie, Lars- deb- Brie-, Brie Larson came out and said, "Nope, she not did true. not sign a big picture yep, deal. She did not." Oh. All right, so oh. we're not going to talk about Captain Marvel. Other than the fact, <laughs> other than the fact is that I saw the trailer in IMAX oh. for the first time. Uh, it was on before First Man, and that trailer in IMAX. I, I'm telling you, folks, watching a trailer on a computer compared to oh, a screen know, like IMAX, especially Captain Marvel, I was like, "Where the? I didn't see that. What? It was. It looks great. Awesome. It looks. It looks awesome. I can't. I, I really, really can't wait. So, we are running out of a little bit of time. Oh, no. go over. I know. <laughs> Time flies when, when you're being bored by Anthony, me. can we get five extra minutes? <laughs> Maybe. I want to talk about, uh, well, let's talk about some new trailers that hit this yes. week, okay? Because there were at least a three. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with the horror movie first. Yes. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, my gosh. Pet okay. Cemetery. So, this week. Okay, I, I'm very passionate about Stephen King. I'm very passionate about Stephen, Stephen King. King rules, and, as they say the, in the Monster Squad. The, book, <laughs> the Pet Cemetery book is so scary. It's such a scary book. And that first movie they did in the 80s was just, ugh. 
just really hurt my you heart. didn't like no. it. See, I, I rewatch it again. I, yeah. I just recently rewatched it. It's a dark movie. It's still dark. No, the, the themes are all still there. I just didn't feel the same kind of sort of creepy foreboding and then you know I mean when it starts when the kid starts to come, you know when he comes back and he's all like, nye, 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 it just kind of it got stupid <laughs> to me alright what, stu- what, what did the little nye, kid do nye, it's, nye, oh wow nye. just like that uh, <laughs> it got stupid to me so this one looks fantastic oh, though looks good yeah the John cat. Lithgow, I love. I him. I actually disagree. I think this movie looks terrible. Oh. <laughs> I do. Hoofa. I don't. I don't. Hoofa. Really? I'm sorry. Yeah, it didn't work for me. Not even the cat. Not the cat? even the cat. <laughs> Cats never work for me. I know. I like to be the bummer. The I like to be the bummer on this show every did you, once in a while. Did you? Did you? Did you like the original movie or adaptation? It was okay. It's okay. I mean, it's it's like what Kid says when you look at Stephen King. Most of his novels are so much better than the movies. I mean, that goes without saying for almost everything. But, you know, mm. recently, you know, we had, with, with, with Kit and I saw together the It remake, which was just really well done. Mm. But most of Stephen King's adaptations have not been that great. Well, it just depends. I mean, there's been there's been two directors, in my opinion, who have been able to hit it right. Frank Darabont and Rob Reiner. Mm. And it's, uh, Darabont, I think, has some sort of psychic connection with Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But he picked, he picked movies that are that are uh, easily translated yeah. to the screen. I'm sorry. Know, I think books. John Carpenter did a really good job with Christine. Yeah. I like uh, Christine. Really? Yep. It was, mm-hmm. it was okay. I think Christine's a good movie. Okay. Oh, I think yeah. Brian De Palma did a pretty good job with Carrie as well. So. I, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I also yeah, like the I just think Darabont has a particular in. Uh, agreed. On. But the Mist I mean, was one of the best. I just. Oh, yeah. Yes, see, yes, I wasn't yes, a Mist yes. fan. <gasps> I didn't like that ending oh, at all. What can I tell you? <laughs> Sky Patterson says, I can't wait to see Pet Cemetery. So excited. I really like the original Paramount Pictures. Don't screw this up. Sky, I'm going to I'm going to have point. to say that I agree that they well, they can't afford to screw it up, but they've been on a hot streak. I mean, they had a quiet place, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Everything looks to be going their way with Bumblebee. Uh again, we brought it up a little bit earlier under Jim Giannopoulos's uh helm. Uh, I, I I really think that they're going to bring us another really good horror film. We, I know you don't like it, but maybe it'll change your mind with it, the second maybe, trailer. I mean, you know. it, it might. I mean, the the one thing that I will give most credit to genre right now. I mean, yeah. right. horror movies have been knocking it out of the park. Yeah, uh, they generally do. Yeah, but, <clears throat> well, in terms of box office, for the most part, yes, always. That's why most studios have gone after them. But it's so rare up into this last like two or three years mm-hmm. where like most of the mainstream horror movies that came out have, have actually been really good. Before then, they were kind of like you would get one good one a year and all the rest right. would be crap. Right. But yeah. now it's like everything I see now, right. I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. This is all great. Right. This is great. I mean, Quiet well, Place, Hereditary this year. Yeah. yeah. Hereditary. Mm. Okay. <laughs> moving along. Uh, moving along. Uh, the, the next trailer, uh, the second trailer for Glass dropped. Yes. And for me anyway, the second trailer was much better than yes. the first. I agree. Oh, yes. I agree. Yep, I'm, we're I'm back excited. on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Welcome. Yeah, Welcome. thank you. It's, still a, it's yeah. still a January movie, so I'm keeping it <laughs> very, very yeah. low. Yeah. No, a, you no, think I AFI disagree. premiere? Listen. Oh, AFI premiere? AFI premiere? Because <clears throat> Split premiered at AFI. Oh, I see do what you mean. Think, okay. Do you think it's going to premiere there? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. You know what? I, I, I have to... I, 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 I have to disagree with that because mm-hmm. January works. G- yes. Because basically, <laughs> it's what we were talking about the business, right? They're spreading movies out. So mm-hmm. we're not getting them. Yes, we get a lot in the summer. We get a lot in Christmas. And then everything else is filler. 
Hollywood has been doing their best to try to round out that calendar okay. to give us. That's why movies like the superhero movies are coming out in March now. Yes. Yeah. And, and things like that. So I, right and now. And February, too. If, if a movie stinks, then you go, yeah, I, I get why they did January. But if a movie like can work. Then you go, well, that topples everybody else, but it's a good trailer. Yeah. Good yeah. trailer. It's really so good. then uh, Aladdin. Aladdin dropped today, this morning, the teaser trailer. I was, I liked it. I mean, the movie's going to make a fortune. I'm sure. A fortune? I'm sure. It's going to make I just, no hope, I just hope Will Smith does does that, that role. Oh, Me too. So we're at zero seconds. So, um, listen, we've got to talk quickly. The movie's opening up this weekend. We have First Man. Uh, it did $1.1 million in previews, uh, about 17 to $20 million opening estimates. Bad Times at the El Royale. I know you really love the movie. <laughs> I'm being like sarcastic. It. It, was, but, it, was, it was okay. And, and Simon thought it was okay as well. Six hundred dollars to seven hundred dollars uh, $8 opening estimate. Uh, I think they'd want more. And then Goosebumps, seven hundred and k opening estimated. Uh, for fourteen to sixteen, I enjoyed Ghostbusters. Did was, you like it better than the first one? Uh, certain aspects. It was really? weird because I thought certain aspects of the first movie were better than this one, but the costume design and the like, like the story was weaker in this one, but the 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 adventure was so much better in this. Was one. it the humorous yeah. one? Yeah, the okay. humor was fun. Ah, I might actually go see yeah. it now. So, well, thank you. Thank you all who are online. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. I'm not as good as Simon. I know Simon is, like, great at being... I, I can you barely did a great walk, job. I can barely you walk did, and chew gum. You did a great job. Thank you. Yes. I just wanted to say, and thank you to all you folks who are watching, listening, and doing... Uh, well, you're spending your time with us. <laughs> you're spending your time with us. So we are the best show about the biz, for the biz, and the industry does watch. Uh, we're going to be on Spotify. We are on Spotify about yeah. a week after, Love but Spotify. we're on Spotify. We're, that's amazing <laughs> to me. That, 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 that's great. Spotify. So, uh, quickly, Ron, where can people find you? Yes, you can find me at youtube.com slash ramascreen1 with number one, and then uh, on Twitter, ramascreen with two S. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at the movie kit. On and Twitter, I don't have a YouTube. At the movie kid on Twitter, and Scott, could you keep your 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 where we can find you under a half hour? Uh, <laughs> possibly. Uh, so yeah, that show comes on at eleven a.m. So in exactly fifty minutes from now, uh, and then I'm on Black Tomatoes with Carla Renata on Sunday at five p.m. and yeah, at the WeLiveEntertainment.com. What else? Twitter. What else do you want? Twitter. 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 Oh, the Twitter. Uh, the Twitter is the other Scott M because there's so many Scott M's in the business. So I am the other Scott M. That. So don't forget. All right. All right. Under 30 minutes. Great. Uh, and please support me on the Twitters at DMovies1701. You can find me here at Meet the Movie Press and later on Anatomy of the Movie, also another Popcorn Talk Network show. Thank you so much for watching, listening, and being with us at Meet the Movie Press today. See you at the movies. See you at the Halloween convention if anybody's going. I will be there all weekend. Look for me. I'll be there. I'm not wearing a mask because like, who would want to hide this? <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.